0: And even baseball to talk about on today's all new episode of charge on hello everybody and welcome back to charge on as always. I'm your host Sean Green before we get into it a quick word from our sponsors bet online. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs basketball, MLB, NHL hockey, right to UFC, and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. Head to the website today and/or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Good Saturday edition of Charge On. Hope everybody is doing good. Wanted to wait till the end of the week. We have a couple of things to discuss. UCF related. Some are semi UCF related, but I wanted to start off with the Xavier Williams commitment. Um, Isaiah Paul also committed linebacker. That's really going to bring a lot of depth to the linebacker room. But I think it was confirmed, right? And I'm not going to go into it too much because that was basically most of the episode last week, right? But again, I want to reiterate because a, a lot of UCF fans, and I'll read some of the comments if I can find them on the last video, but a lot of comments about Xavier were, what is the point in bringing in a guy that is not going to compete for the starting job. Why are you just giving it to JRP? Why this, why that? And I think though those are those are valid points, I think the point and the main thought of the matter is the two that were competing this offseason were JRP and Tommy. Tommy is now gone. So you need to bring in another body that listen. I understand the frustration of not giving JRP someone to compete with. But you have to understand, would you rather have Timmy McClain? If you're in that boat, I completely understand. Have we seen Timmy McClain play since his freshman year at USF? We can hype up all the guys we want in the world. We hyped up Tommy, and guess what? Tommy is now gone for a reason There's a reason for this, guys. So, I want to read a couple comments. Because, again, love when you guys comment on the YouTube videos. Obviously, want you to keep doing that. And this is not to say that these comments are wrong. I am just reading them so that you can get a feel for what I've been seeing a lot of on UCF Twitter. So, at DS954 said, just looked at some Xavier's highlight films. I think there's promise there. He has a cannon arm, keeps his head downfield as he scrambles, and seems very athletic. Is he the guy who's going to lead us to the Big 12 title in the future? No. But I think he seems good enough to add to the collection of quarterbacks we have right now. But Gus has to bring in a high-quality transfer or recruit as the QB of the future. Maybe Dylan is it, but not sure yet. Next year, we have to get someone nationally among the best. At DS954, I totally agree with you. That's my sentiment. For the UCF fans that are just... So mad up and down that this is the type of quarterback you get. First of all, he has some good stuff on film. And again, I agree. No one is saying that he is going to be competing for the starting job. I said a couple weeks ago, I think Nick was on, or Rob, one of the two. Next year, you're going to have a different quarterback room. There are going to be guys that transfer out. Like, let's be real here. Whoever the starter is, if some of those bench guys don't feel like they're going to get a fair shake or if UCF goes signs a big-time transfer quarterback, most of those guys are going to transfer out. Because if you go get a guy that has two years of eligibility and you know he's going to be the starter, if I'm a sophomore, if I'm Tami McLean, why am I going to stay and wait until I'm a senior? Because if I was that good, they'd be playing me right now. Right? Uh, at Brett Seistma 8210 said, I understand the reasoning and I'm hopeful for both JRP and Xavier, but there's a deeper rooted problem. It feels as though that Gus has decided on JRP as his starter and refuses to even challenge that stance. He preaches competition at every position, but it feels like that doesn't ring true in the current QB room. We have a strong defensive backfield, yet still chase players like Traquan Feegans. We have a stacked defensive line, but still pursue John Walker. Why should we be content when Gus doesn't pursue the best roster, but instead brings in a two-star quarterback transfer from the University of Charlotte? I think that if it was an honest competition, then a good to great quarterback would be interested in transferring to UCF. So here's the thing with that. And you make some very good points. Why is Gus looking to bring in defensive back help when You have certain guys that can do it. Why bring in John Walker? Though your points are valid, this is why I'm going to tell you that in this case, it's the wrong sentiment, okay? You weren't, at this point, you weren't going to get a guy that was going to come in and say, you know what, I'll compete for the starting job. Like the kid that just transferred to FAU, right? All UCF fans wanted him. He wanted a starting job. So UCF, when he calls him up, I'm sure that there might have been a, hey, do we bring him in? But unfortunately, it has to go both ways. I'm sure UCF is saying, we kind of are okay with JRP, and it's got to be with the player saying, I don't want to compete. I want to be the day one starter. At FAU, he's going to be the day one starter. So it goes both ways. And I think you're bringing in a kid that's really young, has some upside. Yes, didn't have the highest amount of stars coming out of uh, of high school, right? But again, put some good things on tape. And we can't reiterate it enough. It's not saying he's ever going to play a snap for UCF football. But God forbid, injuries come into play, and he's going to have to go out there. You have that depth, right? So, I, I said it however many weeks ago, but... Do not worry about who the quarterback is this season. And what I mean by that is JRP is your starter. You're not going to have a Mikey Keen to fall back on. Right? It's JRP or bust in the first season of the Big 12. If you're not happy about that, I'm sorry. I am. And I'm not uh, not even going to say what I was going to say because I would get a bunch of fans in my comments saying, how are you comparing these two? So I'm not even going to say it. All I'm saying is after the season, then we can start saying, if you brought in, you got to go get a big time transfer. Just the honest truth here. You need next off season to bring in one of the top 10 quarterbacks that enter the transfer portal has to happen. If they don't do that, then we could start having an uproar about some of the quarterbacks that are brought in. But there was a very specific reason Xavier Williams was brought in and we'll see what happens. But we all know that JRP is the starter, and, and, and listen, I'm excited for it. I think I've seen some improvements, especially in the spring game. I am really looking forward to seeing it. Now, there was a, um, another person that uh, replied to one of them. Uh, At Ohana underscore 2242 says, JRP looked phenomenal at the spring game. He was definitely the better quarterback over Thomas C and Timmy. JRP going to throw for over 3,000 yards and rush for 1,000 yards uh, this sleep. Stop sleeping on him. He's going to be a Heisman candidate this year in the new offense. I hope so, Ohana. I hope so. Uh, He did look good in the spring game, and we'll see. We'll see. That's the thing. We're in May. There's a lot of months. Uh, he's hitting baseball still right now, so we'll see. The summer summer months will go by, and once we get to to August, I, I'm looking forward to seeing the JRP after year one of in this. You know, on this UCF football team, it is going to be a completely different offense, and we'll see how he can handle it. If there's a lot of deep balls and he's not making them, then we know okay, like he can't handle it. But I'm cautiously, cautiously optimistic that I think JRP. Can get the job done, and I think all the fans that are still hesitant and you know, I, even though I understand, let's get behind the quarterback that we know is going to be QB one, and see what happens. I think it's going to be much better season than you think. All right, moving on um, from football, we're going to go to a baseball topic. Now, I know what you're thinking. We're going to be talking about UCF baseball. No. We're going to be talking about the new potential MLB team coming to Orlando, the Orlando Dreamers. I think we can all agree, anybody watching this program uh, does not think that is a good name. Uh, I think we all think that is a really bad name. Um, Please drop down in the comments if you like Orlando Dreamers. I think we all don't like it. But somebody made a comment the other day that I found very interesting. And again, I want to get your thoughts on this. Somebody said an MLB team, do you think that would hurt the UCF brand? And I it kind of caught me off guard because I'm like why would a UC, why would a professional sports team hurt the brand of UCF? And this person brought up the point of listen, in Orlando, you have the Magic, you have Orlando City, and you have UCF football. Right? You have the Orlando Guardians. We don't count them yet. They stunk last last season. Hopefully they can get it going in the XFL. And hopefully the XFL can become more prominent. But UCF football it, it is very prominent in the city of Orlando. So this person said, listen, UCF has grown such of a following and, and such a huge fan base that if you add another sports team on top of that, it might diminish the fact that there's a college team. I want to come out and address this baseball, Orlando Dreamers potential, and how I think it might be good for UCF. I think a baseball team would be amazing. If you see those mocks of that ballpark and, and where it's located, I think it would draw big numbers, and I think Orlando would thrive even more. One of I've lived in Orlando my entire life, and I think the one thing I would love for Orlando, and I've always, it's it's kind of been a nagging thing. Is listen, we don't have a professional football team. We've got the Magic, and and I love the Magic, right? Um, and we finally got a soccer team, but you never felt like Orlando was a destination when it came to sports. It was always obviously the tourist destination, and they have a couple sports teams, but it's not, you know. It's not one of those cities. And I think adding a baseball team to the city would be huge. I mean, the fact of the matter is you would have everything but a hockey and football team. And by football, I mean NFL team. Hockey's two hours away with the Lightning. And basically, you have football teams two hours in each direction and one that's four hours I think baseball would pull more more numbers than in Tampa and Miami. And there were people debating that, right? And us that live in Orlando or or have been to Orlando know, like, downtown Orlando, I don't think a baseball team would work. Simply, I don't know where they would build it in downtown or anywhere near downtown. And I think putting this baseball stadium right behind Aquatica and right in front of the convention center would really open up a lot of stuff. Do I think it'll get approved? I don't know. I don't know if the MLB would approve that. I don't know if the Rays would move. I hope the Rays don't move. I know Nick is a beloved Rays. He, he's loved the Rays his entire life. I would hate for those fans to have their team get picked up and brought to Orlando. It was my biggest fear for years with the Magic. Because I'm like, I hope and pray that one day my Magic don't get picked up and brought to another city. Because I, I love having them here. With that being said, would a baseball team affect the brand of UCF? Absolutely, positively not. UCF is already thriving. They are one of the big dogs, if not the biggest dog in Orlando, because they got football. they got every sport you can imagine. They've got some big names. They're nationally relevant. In college sports, are at a peak when it comes to visibility and interest, right? I think the fact that you add an MLB team to that, it only just helps the stage and the brand that Orlando is in. Because at the end of the day, a lot of UCF's branding is around Orlando. Come visit where the world vacations. If you can add another professional sports team to that, you're, you're dealing with house money here. It would only increase the brand of UCF saying, we've got all these sports teams, we've got all these theme parks, we've got all these great restaurants and things to do. It would only help the brand. Now, again, it's another story if it will get approved. I'm sure Orlando will approve the new stadium. And again, I implore you guys to go check out the mocks of these things because it would be great for the city. But I don't know if the MLB will want to come here, right? Right? I have no idea, but in the case of UCF, I think it would be amazing for the university and for the brand, especially UCF's the big kahuna in football in this city, and one reason why the Guardians maybe didn't attract the UCF fan base, as we all know, is the color scheme. That is the number one thing. If you wanted those UCF fans, you should have gotten closer colors and something that kind of attracted that fan base. So, it'll be interesting. I don't know. We will see how it goes with that. Uh, I wish Nick was on because Nick and me, Nick doesn't want them to leave Tampa. He doesn't think there should be a team in Orlando. So, we'll probably talk about it in a, a week or two because it is a really good conversation for the city at large. Um, but I would love it. I would love it. I think we can all agree, though. Like I said at the beginning, Orlando Dreamers cannot be the name of the team. If we get approved and we're gonna have an MLB team, let's all come up with a better name. I can't think of one, but if you have better names, again, drop them down in the comments. All right. Finally, before we go for this week, men's basketball. Everybody was calling for Coach Dawkins' head. For months. And listen, I was gonna say, like, when it came to the transfer portal, Coach Dawkins was missing. He was missing, man. Like he we weren't getting anybody. And there was a lot of people being like, okay, the transfer portal was supposed to kind of like save us next season. Like we were kind of like, You gotta have you're gonna have to get some transfers. We're losing too many guys. We're gonna stink next year. You're gonna have to get some transfers to be serviceable. Coach Dawkins goes out, right, and says, I'm going to shut all these haters up, and I'm going to go get Jaquan Walton and Shamari Allen. Two four-star transfer guys that can really help your team. Scoring guards. Jaquan is six-seven from Wichita State. I think he, he commits to Alabama, decommits, because Alabama got a couple other guards. And he averaged 14 points per game for the Shockers last year. Shamari Allen, 6'4", from UMKC. He averaged 17 points per game. Now, is this an automatic fix? No. But you have a couple guards that can score the basketball. And scoring is what you're going to need in the Big 12. Now, in the process, you lose Joey Hart. Now, for those of you who aren't really kept up with basketball, right? Joey Hart was this year's number one freshman coming in. I think it's a three-star, 87 or something coming in. He says, I, I want to be let out of my national letter of intent. He's already signed it. He He's technically should be on campus here very soon. He says, I want out of my national letter of intent. Obviously, there were some people upset about that because he signed it. He He's technically a, a member of UCF. And he said, "I don't want. I don't want to be anymore because UCF again. Hart probably thinks I'm going to be getting significant minutes, right? Now that UCF gets those two guards right now, Joey, his his playing time diminishes to probably not a lot of minutes to none, uh, or very little, right? I think this was needed for UCF. I personally, I think we all can agree." Credit to Coach Dawkins and staff for, for locking these two guys down. I'm still not confident in the season. I'm still not confident we're going to do well. But it's going to feel a lot better than what I figured we would be doing. Right? I think it, it was going to be pretty bad. And I think now at least we've got a shot to win some games here. you know, And, and be serviceable. Losing a freshman is never a good thing, especially in basketball. Because usually... Now, again, in this new age, it's it's different. But in basketball, getting that freshman, they usually stay. If they're not NBA guys, they usually stay for a little bit, right? And you develop, and they get playing time. So losing a guy like Joey Hart, who I was really excited about. I mean, it, big guard, can shoot, can drive, um, playmaker. I mean, I was excited for him. But looking at the freshman class, I was also just disappointed. Because I'm like, going into the Big 12, I figured you would get one or two big names. And I think the big name that UCF was going to get decided I'm going to go to the G League. So we kind of missed out on that. But mark my words, Coach Dawkins can recruit. And I think give him a year into the Big 12, and you're going to have some of these guys that say, listen, I want to go be the guy. I want to go be the guy at UCF. Look at Hendricks. He's going to be a top 10 NBA draft pick. If I'm a top 50 prospect, Trying to pick a college? Why not UCF? They're in the best college basketball in the Big 12. They're in the big college basketball conference with the Big 12 there. Why not go be the guy at UCF? So getting these two guards is huge. Huge for UCF. I'm looking forward to watching some games now. I think the way that they're going to be playing is going to be a little bit different. But that's what makes it exciting. Changing up the pace of the game, I think they're going to be pushing the ball down the court at a fast rate and the scoring is going to be a little bit better i think that's been kind of the problem it's great that we are you win games with defense or you win championships with defense as they say right and you see a basketball can play defense but sometimes we got to find some offense and i think this will help with that all right guys that's the show for this week again if let us know tell us stuff if you you want to hear us talk about certain things nick and rob are coming back i promise they're not off the show it's just with the off season a lot of things come up and you know it happens but we will 100 percent be back uh they will be back next week is our 50th episode 50 we've been a lot of episodes in less than a year Uh, but we'll be back next week send us what you want us to talk about we obviously like we we come up with our own topics and and figure out what to talk about but there's something that you want to talk about or you want to come on and talk about please put it down in the comments dm me message me on my twitter whatever you want to do we appreciate the support as always all right everybody this has been charge on presented by bet online we will see you next week